Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from September 7th until the 14th as the sun continues to journey through Virgo. Mercury stations retrograde at nearly nine degrees of Libra, and we have a Pisces full moon on September 9th. This is occurring at 17 degrees of Pisces. So we'll be talking more about these energies in today's podcast episode, as well as some of the other energy themes that are coming through at this time. September is a month of gathering ourselves back together integrating energies, really looking at what has changed and shifted for us and what we are choosing as we move forward. And the word I'm hearing is reconfiguration, reconfiguring what is essential, what's important, what is useful. Also, the internal reconfiguring of our physical energies. Because what I'm seeing is that there are some intense energies that have been coming onto our planet that our bodies have been absorbing and sensing and feeling. And you could be experiencing some of those physical symptoms as these new solar rays and light codes come through. And again, our body is really aware of these new energies and is deeply sensing them, especially the new ones. And the way I'm seeing this is that it looks like what you could see as raindrops or incoming rays of light that we are essentially absorbing into our physical structures, but they're changing us. There's something physically that's shifting right now. And you could feel it as particular symptoms. You could feel it as being very tired, very thirsty. You could feel it as energies in your body that just feel kind of off, almost like a mild discomfort a sense of what is this? What am I feeling? And then we can go into, am I sick? Am I coming down with something? You know, is it something that I need to be concerned about? But it looks like it's these new energies coming in and our bodies are reconfiguring themselves to know how to essentially use these new energies, where to put them. Basically, where does all this go? And it takes time for the body to adjust to the new energies. So there could be mild discomfort, like there could be a sense of just feeling off. Keep in mind that Virgo rules the digestive system. And there's something important about this time where we're really honoring the wisdom of the gut's intelligence, the intelligence of our body and the multiple systems within our bodies and how we have a deep intelligence within our gut. And that is part of this energy that's being reconfigured. And I 
just don't know how else to explain it because I'm seeing it too as almost like this multi-dimensional puzzle that is moving around and the pieces are shifting and over here and over there. And it looks like a little bit of chaos, but at the same time, that's because there's some process underway and it actually feels like upgrades, physical upgrades that at first create a discomfort or these new feelings, these new sensations, and then it starts to integrate, relax, and it becomes part of a holistic system. It even feels like it could be giving you new energy, new life. There could even be a sense of my body is changing, something's happening here, but I know it's not a particular symptom or problem. It's just this energetic reconfiguration. So if that relates and resonates with you, then be very gentle on yourself right now because there have been a lot of incoming intense frequencies and we feel it. The body feels it. But again, I'm feeling this directed at the gut at the intelligence of the body. The body's consciousness is shifting and changing and it feels ultimately quite powerful. On September 8th and 9th, the sun in Virgo is going to trine the north node in Taurus. And then on September 11th, the sun in Virgo trines Uranus retrograde in Taurus at 18 degrees. So essentially from September 8th until we'll call it the 12th, the sun in Virgo is working favorably with the changes and shifts from late July and August and giving us new tangible directions forward, new areas of our lives or existing areas of our lives, I should say, that have a new direction or that feel like things are clicking, the solutions are showing up, that sense of, ah, I know what to do with this, I'm going to direct it forward. The sun in Virgo supports us with these solutions, with these understandings of what we can take care of that's right in front of us, how to use our daily energies responsibly so that we have something to show for it. We are getting some kind of results or there's something that's happening and transpiring that is solid and real. There can be some good developments here, which is interesting because there's also this slowdown energy that we'll get to in a minute. But it feels like that sun in Virgo has some answers now, has some solutions that says this is what we can do. And it doesn't have to be a big, huge thing. Virgo specializes in the details and minutia. So you could have like that one missing piece that comes through and then something else clicks. And this is a week where the sun trining the north node and Uranus supports these breakthroughs, advancements, developments, taking steps forward and feeling productive. So if you have felt like life has been overwhelming or there's just been so much going on, you didn't know how to prioritize it or even what to focus on, 
This could be a time period when you can catch your breath and say, okay, this is what I can do today. This is what's going to lead to results that I'm going to see today. And this is where it feels good to focus my energy. And in fact, the sun trining the North Node and Uranus only happens twice a year because the sun needs to be in an earth sign to make the trine. So it either happens in Virgo or in Capricorn, since both the North Node and Uranus are in Taurus. And I think we're going to have some understandings around this reconfiguration, why some things have had to change either in your life, in your daily world, in your body. It's almost like, okay, I'm feeling the upgrades now. Now I'm really feeling what I can do with the changes that I've been experiencing and to ideally reduce any of that overwhelm, which is something that the earth signs can support us with because the earth signs bring us down to brass tacks. What is? What is true? What is real? What are the boundaries? What are the limitations? You can only do so much in a day. You can only take on so much at a time. So where are you going to make some good, solid choices for yourself? So minimizing is another key word at this time. So reconfiguring is taking place energetically and physically. And then the minimizing is another theme because not only does Virgo want us to minimize and specialize in something, especially within our own energy. But we can also be very productive when we have less distracting us and less taking us away from our center point. And I feel like that's also part of this dance right now is that if you're feeling these reconfiguring energies, it can take you away from your core. It can take you away from something within you that's typically solid and clear. So we're going to need to come back to that point intentionally. And it's by minimizing and clearing out distractions that you could feel it happen even more quickly. Virgo is co-ruled by both Chiron and Mercury. Typically, we've associated Mercury with Virgo for a number of years, but as Chiron has been studied and the energies of Chiron have been tracked, they sync up with the themes of Virgo, and many astrologers now associate Chiron as a ruler of the Virgo energies, especially when we consider how Virgo energy wants us to be healthy, strong, and healed. And Chiron is an energy of healing ourselves at a very deep level, but also healing us emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mentally. So the Chiron energy signature is always stronger when the sun travels through Virgo. And we also have Venus now in Virgo. So I'm following an energy trail here. And with this Chiron retrograde, as well as the other ruler of Virgo, Mercury stationing retrograde, we now will have both ruling planets of Virgo retrograde, reinforcing this internalization process, as well as the reconfiguring 
of energies within ourselves. And now what I'm seeing as I go deeper into this, it feels like part of the discomfort as well as the integration of new energies is connected to a cellular turnover that we're moving through within our bodies. And I feel like the cellular turnover is very strong with these Virgo energies, but it's also a turnover of certain wounds. So there are certain wounds that we're clearing out and that we're moving through. And then here we have the Pisces full moon that comes through like a giant wave of energy to clear out what you're ready to be complete with, especially at a karmic level, as that Pisces energy is about release and completions, but it brings our attention to what has been unresolved. So there is this unraveling of energies, and I'm trying to put this into words and to describe it as I'm visualizing it because it looks like a few things. It looks like a deep cellular turnover at a physical level of wounds or energies that we have been holding, like a tightness. And I'm actually seeing it as part of the digestive tract, intestines, the energy we've held in our gut. And it could be something that has just been so unconscious. And I feel that we are being supported in allowing it to just flow out. And it could even feel like a flood. And so as we move through the Pisces full moon, which is exact September 9th at 17 degrees of Pisces. Then the moon in Pisces voyages on and will make an exact conjunction to Neptune retrograde at 24 degrees of Pisces. It feels like a tidal wave of release. And this is a release of those wounds and cellular energies our bodies have been holding which also we've been feeling emotionally, mentally, spiritually, energetically. I feel like it just is flushing out right now. And that could also be part of the discomfort or what you're feeling. It also has this signature of purging and really seeing something that you're complete with in terms of your own soul's path, your own karmic lessons, perhaps things that you've been wrestling with or figuring out this year, you could experience a significant turning point over this next week, especially with the heightened energy of the Pisces full moon that wants us to let go. But I'm also feeling like the energetic turnover in our bodies is powerful as well. And it could be that this is a week where you want to lay low, you want to do less, you don't want to be on a strict regime or schedule, you want to have time to yourself to integrate, to relax, to do less. And that's because so much is happening energetically that our bodies could just feel wiped out if we push it or if we're trying to get too much done, but our bodies need us to slow down. 
So this also reinforces those Virgo themes of minimizing, of focusing in on your priorities, on not tackling too much. And when the sun is making a trine to that north node, we're evolving. So there are evolutionary energies this week that we are feeling physically, emotionally, and mentally And it would be best to trust the slowdown, trust the allowing of a process, and to really honor what the body needs because of what it's been holding, especially if the energies have felt frozen. And this can certainly be the case with anything traumatic or intense or anything that has been a big deal in your life or in your world, the body can be holding that. So look for ways to keep the energy flowing and moving this week and work with this strong Pisces tides of change, the energies that are meant to be beautifully complete for you. It's interesting because I'm also feeling that anything that has been stuck, stagnant, or blocked could have a really big release this week as well. It's almost like a boulder or something that's been stuck in the earth or stuck in place, but it's not needed or it has a very dense energy. Part of what this Pisces full moon is doing is releasing the density we no longer need, the density that our bodies are holding. And this is a process that's supporting the incoming light codes as well as the crystalline downloads that are lightening us up, that are giving us more connections to our soul's energy signature and our higher self's messages. So this is a time when there is going to be some powerful changes moving through us in order to be complete with the wounds. I keep coming back to the strong Chiron, especially Chiron retrograde in Aries. And Aries is another energy signature, not only of the self and your personal identity, but of the body. And we also have Jupiter retrograde in Aries. So two planets in Aries, along with the sun and Venus and Virgo, these are how our physical vessels are being upgraded, but there's discomfort. Again, I know I'm repeating myself when I say that, but there's something that maybe you're resisting the release or maybe there's also something around not understanding it mentally and not knowing why or perhaps seeking a specific answer or understanding. There could be a disconnect here between what is happening in the moment and then the bigger picture of it all, where it's absolutely right on time, even if you don't see what's happening in the moment or you don't understand why it's developing this way or what that information is or where to place something. I feel like this is where we can resist 
or hold off on something and it almost then reinforces that stagnation or that boulder not moving. But the very strong Pisces energy of this Pisces full moon wants there to be a flood of release and the energy to move through. Even when the mind or the ego doesn't understand the bigger picture of it in the moment. Now, I have a video for you on YouTube that discusses the Pisces full moon even more, and that's where we go through the particulars of the chart and how you want to identify where you have 17 degrees of Pisces, as that's where this full moon energy is cleansing you out and asking you to release something that you no longer need to hold, especially physically. But I feel like the bigger picture is the soul's energy coming through and wanting to remove certain energies from your experience that you have completed. And this could very well go back to the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction that we had at 23 degrees of Pisces back in April, where if there were significant things you were understanding about your soul's journey or your spiritual lessons or even the big doses of trust and faith we've had to walk with in recent years, there could be a kind of round two this weekend of that same energy where you can feel that you're done with something. Maybe you're completed a deeper level or you're closing it out with greater understanding now. The soul is basically telling you this is what we're meant to trust is these completions and endings and knowing that sometimes You can't get any more from a situation. You can't get any more from something, especially when there's something better or something that's a better match, a better fit, a better connection that's already waiting for you. And it's interesting because I'm also feeling like there have been delays this year. There have been delays and things energetically connecting or coming through and, you know, just trust if that resonates for you or not. But it feels like some of this Pisces energy, it's kept things out in the water, so to speak, almost like when something is trying to come to shore, but then the waves are ebbing and flowing. And even though, yes, there are new waves coming forward, there are still things that are then being pushed further out to sea. And that's what I'm seeing as well. It's almost like there have been delays. And if you have felt that, I just hope this is validating because it feels like the Pisces energy of 2022 especially has been showing us that We can trust and have faith more, even more than perhaps we ever imagined or thought. And that's been very necessary because I'm just seeing things that are just off the horizon. You know how when you look out on the ocean and you can see the outline of something, you see the outline of the cargo ship or the outline of a boat, and it's like not getting closer yet. But you sense it or you feel it or it's even something you see. You know, you see the silhouette. 
So it's interesting how the delays of this year have been requiring us to keep going, keep healing, keep trusting, and also stay connected to divine timing, although we get tired of hearing about that, right? But what I'm seeing is how what is happening is that we're continuing to release the density that we no longer need to carry. And sometimes we just have to do that in our own space or on our own timeline. It also feels like there has been a strong energy signature of doing things on our own this year in some capacity. And that's because we have both Jupiter and Chiron in Aries, both retrograde now, but Aries is being able to stand on your own two feet, the courage to go your own way, to do something on your own terms, to feel that independence. And then also the strong Taurus energy is very much about your personal energy field as Taurus is how we ground and stabilize ourselves and how we become comfortable in our own skin and determine what we want to build in our lives. And now my energy is being drawn to Saturn in Aquarius, which has been testing us in terms of what we can do in the world on our own terms and how to get stronger in our own energy fields, in how we are different, in what it means to be an individual amongst the billions of people on the planet. So I feel like what we're really getting into as we move through Virgo season is how our bodies are being upgraded to be in these higher frequencies and At the same time, a slowdown is needed because our bodies can only process so fast. I mean, think about how you eat food and your body can only digest that meal at a certain pace, right? So that's very important to understand with this Virgo energy signature is that we can only do things so fast. And so the more we're able to manage the energy, to pace ourselves, to be responsible with our energies, the more that we are on track with what we need to take care of without having ridiculously high expectations of ourselves that we should be further along or that something else should have happened by now or that it's not going to happen, or you're looking for something to break through or to shift. I mean, I know this is different for all of you, so I'm just speaking in general terms, but our bodies are in a very deep place of reconfiguring our energies and basically elevating the intelligence of the body as well as being given opportunities to Trust the intelligence of your gut to ask your body consciousness what it needs, to ask your body directly what it's sensing, what it's feeling, all of these things that we typically answer in our mind. We are practicing how to answer it with our physical bodies, with ourselves, with our energies that are in all parts of ourselves and without overly relying on the mind. And so on that note, we do have Mercury stationing retrograde 
That happens at 8 degrees and 55 minutes of Libra, so almost 9 degrees of Libra. It begins September 9th at 11.37 p.m., that is Eastern Time, and Mercury retrograde lasts until October 2nd as Mercury travels back to 24 degrees of Libra. I did a separate podcast episode for you on these Mercury retrograde energies as well, so be sure and check that out if you haven't listened to it yet, as it describes more of the Mercury retrograde journey, especially the transition of Mercury retrograde from Libra back into Virgo. So Mercury retrograde in Libra is where we become more aware of what we're speaking, what we're saying, what we're sharing with those outside of ourselves. So that might sound like a silly thing to say, those outside of ourselves. But what I mean is that Libra is the first astrological sign where we share our energy externally, where we're interacting, cooperating one-on-one. We are having those discussions and conversations with people. And when Mercury is retrograde in Libra, people change their minds, or there's new information that needs to be discussed, or things need to be reviewed, and you need more time, and then the other person might need more time. So this means we're looking at how we have these one-on-one interactions that could experience some type of slowdown during this Mercury retrograde as we need to reassess reconsider, reprioritize, as well as listen and listen again or keep talking about something where if you thought a matter was already discussed and done, well, it could very well come back around and need to be revisited with the strong Mercury and Libra retrogrades. This is also where people are looking at their connections. And so these are client connections. These are one-on-one dynamics and relationships. These are people that you interact with and maybe you share something with them. You're co-creating with them. You work with them. And in Libra, we are looking at, is this equal? Is this fair? Are we both showing up and doing what we say we would do or following through on our commitments? You could be looking at what you're involved with and if that is working for you or not. And I think that this particular Mercury retrograde could have a lot of people retracting where there's a sense of let me just take some time and think about that. Let me get back to you next week. It feels like there is an internalization process that's going to be very strong throughout September where you might not hear from people as you often do, or they might not reach out, or you might not reach out, or there could be energies here where you realize you're not on the same page, but you thought you were on the same page, and things need to be renegotiated. And that is part of Libra. Uh, We associate Libra not only with justice and what's fair and what's balanced, but we also look at it as how to solve problems amongst people, how to understand another person's perspective or another side of the coin. And Mercury is strong in Libra, so he's good 
at being objective and not bringing in that emotional charge or activating something that is limiting or argumentative. Mercury in Libra wants to figure this out and wants both sides to be happy and content. But the thing about Libra is that when we need to be diplomatic, it's because there are issues at hand. There are things that are unresolved. There are things that aren't settled, that aren't fair. So Mercury in Libra is requiring us to move through a process that could be uncomfortable because it will reveal how you deal with conflict. Mercury in Libra wants to take care of conflict, wants there to be peace and harmony. But with this retrograde, we're going to see how we handle differences of opinion, differences of thoughts, differences of choices. We're going to see, well, what do I need to consider about what they're saying or what they need that I didn't think of before? So there's a different kind of dance that happens with Mercury retrograde in Libra because we're being pulled out of anything we didn't see before. We're being pulled out of our own limitations or our own subjectivity, and we're being asked to be more objective, to slow down, to consider how it comes across as well. Because as I said, Mercury in Libra is is how you share outside of yourself. So as that energy goes outside of your aura, goes outside of your own mind, how is it received? How is it landing? How is it coming across? And that's very important to consider, especially when you value certain connections and relationships. When you're wanting to develop those types of connections that are loyal and supportive and equal where both people show up because they both value the relationship. And then you could see some things that you just didn't see before, you know, where it's one-sided or where someone is only self-interested or they don't have an understanding of how they're coming across or they're very self-involved or they only want attention or whatever it might be. So our energy becomes a little bit wider in Libra. It's almost like we're more aware of what's happening outside of our personal orbit and how to reframe information, stories, details, conversations in a way that are more objective and that are considering the other side's intentions, uh, the other side's motivations, you know, why someone is doing what they're doing or saying what they're saying or whatever it might be. That can be one way to keep a higher consciousness around this Mercury retrograde period because they all tend to work with us differently, the Mercury retrogrades, I mean. So if you have planets or points between 24 degrees of Virgo and 9 degrees of Libra, you're going to feel this Mercury retrograde more personally. It's going to be that rewiring, reconsidering, reviewing, revising, all those RE words that we associate with retrogrades that will be stronger for you in your own life and in your own world. And now that Mercury is retrograde, we will have seven planets retrograde for the rest of September. And all of this supports that reconfiguring theme that we were talking about earlier. 
and to give yourself the energy, the time, the space that you need to allow the recalibration and integration to occur. And this is where we get, again, can only rush so much. You can't rush through this. And it's something where I feel like the body is pacing it. The physical energies are actually pacing this current timeline and the shifts that are happening. Venus is now in Virgo, which is a sign where she's in her fall. That means she is not strong in Virgo, but every astrological sign can make the most of the energy signature as it's moving through it. And Venus and Virgo can help you focus on what you want to upgrade or improve in yourself, in your life, in your daily habits. And it could be easier to do so. You could also feel like you're just ready to clear out the clutter, to be done with certain things, like you don't want boxes of costume jewelry, for example, or you're done with some of the clutter in a closet or in a kitchen cabinet. This is where Virgo energy gets us organized and helps us tackle things that energetically shift us, right? That really help free us up where we don't feel bogged down by too much or overwhelmed by things around us. Venus and Virgo also wants you to prioritize your self-care, to listen to your body as we've been discussing, and also to look at how to take care of your energy in a responsible, grounded way right now. So she can help you with those steps and a plan. In fact, Venus and Virgo can be a very good coach, coach you through something, give you information, give you tasks, give you things to do, and it can support the changes that you're looking to make in your everyday routines. Anything too that reinforces that devotion to your own energy. Because as we take care of ourselves and we feel more healthy and vibrant, then that's the energy we share with others. That's what we're able to put out there and what we naturally exude. So this would be a great time to look at what you need to do for your own self-care and also for your own body consciousness to be operating in an optimum way. The other thing about Venus is that she is the ruler right now of the North Node in Taurus and Uranus in Taurus, and she's the ruler of Mercury retrograde in Libra, where Mercury and Libra and Venus and Virgo are in mutual reception. And that means they have a nice sinistry, they have a nice dance, a supportive energy between the two of them. So this Venus and Virgo is still important for how we're getting our lives together at this time, how we are prioritizing our health, which again is a very important thing right now. So staying aware of your body's messages, and I feel like I'm repeating myself, but the energy keeps coming back to that. So we're really aware of what our body is telling us at this time and also how we're speaking to our body, how we are loving our body and optimizing those messages we give ourselves because our cells hear that and the intelligence of the body feels it. 
Then we also have Mars in Gemini, and he is moving through Gemini, has now entered where he will experience the retrograde energies. So the retrograde will begin the end of October, specifically October 30th until January 13th is when we will have that Mars retrograde in Gemini. So that will make for a very interesting holiday season, especially as we move into the new year. And it would be good to get things done early, especially in the Gemini areas of your chart, as Mercury retrograde is between 8 degrees and 25 degrees of Gemini. So identify where that is in your astrology chart, 8 degrees to 25 degrees of Gemini. That's where Mars is going to be traveling in reverse. Keep in mind, I like to give the heads up that Mars is where you get triggered. So this is where you could get pissed off. This is where something could make you angry, where there are intense words or things you've got to say or get off your chest. I mean, that is how the lower vibe of Mars and Gemini can work, where you speak really fast and you don't even think about what you've just said or how it's come out. And then some people will be like, oh, I didn't even mean that, or oh, that's not how I wanted it to be heard. But this is where we bring in more consciousness and intentionality with our words. So this Mars and Gemini is something that we just want to be aware of as we move further into October and then enter into the retrograde later in the year. Because Mars can start fights that aren't even necessary, can stir up the pot, can say a lot of things and then not back it up. This is where you say something and then you regret it, but it's too late, etc. So just be very mindful of this part of your energy and this part of your chart as it's going to pick up in focus as Mars does go into retrograde in about six weeks, but he's already entered the shadow territory, which means that things are being highlighted now. Gemini is about duality, two choices, two paths, two options, both sides of the brain, both sides of the body. It's also about a higher choice and a lower choice, a higher consciousness, an immediate consciousness. So we have this strong duality with the Mars and Gemini that we're going to be working through as we come into a higher synergy in ourselves where there's things that maybe normally you would express or say and then you realize you don't have to say it or you don't have to communicate that or you don't have to demonstrate that and that could be a part of your own growth. That could be where you're understanding, oh, I don't have to say everything that's on my mind. Instead, I can move it through in this way or work it out in that way and that is even a healthier expression for me at this time. Mars is where we have energy and where we want something. So it's like if you want it, you take action to go for it. And if you don't take action on it, then maybe you don't really want it, right? So Mars in Gemini is showing us, well, what do I want? What am I choosing? What is worth my time, energy, and attention? And what ultimately is going to get me further along in where I want to go? 
where I'm not too short-sighted or immediate or only focused on today? Where am I really making choices and taking actions that serve me going forward and don't just have me spinning in loops or circling around in things? So overall this week, it feels like we're really tapping into our body's consciousness, that reconfiguration of energies within us, being able to clear out any of those wounds and allow the cellular turnover to occur, allow things to be removed for your best and highest good. Also to keep trusting if you have felt those delays or things being pushed out or pushed away and you're wondering when it's going to come to shore and to not give up or to think that it's not going to happen. Instead, go higher into your higher self's frequency and into that deep knowingness that you are here to create and manifest exactly what you desire and what you want. And we know it's not linear at times and we know it doesn't always happen immediately, but the universe hasn't forgotten. The universe hasn't forgotten what you want or what's in your heart. The universe hasn't forgotten what you deserve or what you've earned. And this could even be the things that we don't talk to other people about, right? It's those private conversations we have with ourselves, or that we have with God or the divine. Those energies always go somewhere. And the illusion is that we become disconnected from them, but we don't. We are always deeply connected to what we know we're here to experience, create, and manifest, and to allow yourself to strengthen that connection to the divine and to strengthen that connection to your own God self to get you through any of the bumpier patches or the deeper shifts and changes that you're undergoing. And September is a month that is going to help us with these ongoing integrations. And now that we are in September, this is just another reminder about the online event called Gathering of the Creatives, where we will have a weekend long interactive online event. So it's global and you're invited to join wherever you are. And we're going to be moving through a bunch of workshops teachings, lessons, inspirations to help you connect with your creative self, to really listen to these parts of you that are ready to be alive and to be beautifully expressed. Elizabeth Gilbert is one of the keynote speakers, as is Sark, and they are going to share with you more of their inspirations as creative teachers. You're also going to experience a variety of different workshops from other creative leaders and experts. And I'll be teaching an astrology workshop about your sun and Venus and how to understand more of your own creative spark in this lifetime. So please check out this online event if you would like to join us. It is coming up September 16th, 17th, and 18th. There will be replays for every workshop, and it's interactive. 
so you can engage with the teachers and with each other. And that's a wonderful way to feel that co-creation energy and to connect with others in this space. So I really hope you can join us. It's going to be a great time. Again, it's coming up September 16th, 17th, 18th. If you have plans already that weekend, no worries because there will be replays available and you can fit it in to your schedule later on. I'll put the link below the podcast if you want to check out more. And for those of you who have birthdays here in September, October, November, be sure and check out my solar return course where I teach you how to read your solar return chart and reveal the energies, the themes, what's coming up for you in the year ahead. This is how you dive in to a chart and understand more of what you're going to be experiencing during the 12 months after your solar return. It is 50% off with coupon code birthday. And it's a course that you can return to year after year. So you buy it once and then you come back next year and look at what your solar return chart will be next year. And that way you can keep accessing this information as well as keep learning more astrology because every solar return chart is different. We definitely stay on our toes with these different solar return charts. So please check that out as well if that would help you understand more of what's coming up for you in the year ahead. You can find all of my latest events, classes, and updates over at mollymccord.online. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will be back every Monday and Wednesday with another podcast episode. And you can also find me over on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Wishing you a beautiful Pisces full moon. And I hope that you feel a beautiful reconnection with your soul's frequency and your God self that is always traveling with you. I'll see you back here really soon. Thank you so much for joining me.